God ever yeah. respond to you? God. No, God did not respond to me. And I'm God has upset. forsaken Lou. What if Monday is the seventh day and like the Aztecs got the calendar wrong? So maybe he's just resting. Cool. All right, we're going to kick this off. Uh, <laughs> good joke, Flynn. Oh, fucking witty. Uh, Capo, yeah, I mean, the wild thing. And no, don't be wrong, Capo. I'm not trying to, like, it just seemed like timing would be, like, really bad. Oh, no, it, it, think about it. It really is a horrible idea. We, like I just said, we would have been saying it 150 times already. Yeah, just in this last round, it's 34 from uh, from the, the polar bear. I think it said 35. So I think I got it wrong at first. No, that's called timing. Watch. Now you just ruined it. Beep's about to watch the 35th home run get hit. There's 35. Great. Great. Thanks. And we are back with another episode of Post Post Game. That is Capo, who doesn't know when to be quiet as there is an obvious room for introduction. Uh, So, yes, we have Capo with us. We have Beep Count back for what we hope is a continual streak. We got Alley Cat. We and Alley Cat may have a whole segment to herself after a frustrating weekend where we may take out somebody y'all may know of, and we're definitely going to take out somebody anybody listening to this knows of. And then we have Pam P. Lace, Halloween Basic, Lou Rafter and Sales, obviously not Bruce tonight. And then we have a special guest for the night that y'all were supposed to hear a few weeks ago, and you may hear about in the intro, Witty's Wordsmiths. Um, we absolutely understand if none of y'all have ever heard of him. And honestly, this will probably be his last performance that you'll ever hear. But we'll see how he goes. So first off, welcome Woody's Wordsmiths. And that's hey. at Woody's Wordsmiths. No, it's not. Is that the real hair bear? I haven't changed that. <laughs> can, can you actually oh. change that on Twitter? Like, <laughs> discourse? Because I've Yeah, let's make an entire that. podcast about teaching you how to work Twitter. How about you YouTube it? I'm on it. <laughs> IT, I'm on it. <laughs> I yeah, that's that's that a perfect timing. And now y'all know why I said this would likely be the last time y'all ever hear from this guy again. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, Flem. Thanks for having me. I've, I, everyone. I've regretted it since yeah, I asked. So, uh, yeah, at the Hair Bear, we'll let you plug it later. Or, I mean, just look up Witty's Wordsmith. It's not like there's many people out there still in your lane of being a fan of Witty. So, moving on. So, tonight, we have a couple things going on, and I think uh, the biggest thing that's going on more than anything is just reaction to game three. I don't think there's any sporting events going on tonight that I'm aware of. We had the fights this weekend. Hey, okay. We had- well, time, time, time out, time out there. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's this thing in major league baseball called the home run derby that I've got two eyes on. I've got like an ear on you, but I've got two eyes on this home run derby because baseball is back. Hold on, hold on. So you have one ear on me and two eyes on the derby. What's the other mm-hmm. ear doing? Is the other year doing something a third thing? Because that would be impressive. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's listening for ambient noises. I've got, you know, the baby beat sleeping. I've, I've always got to keep an ear on that, right? That's so, a heavy play, actually, as yeah. a parent. Um, I don't know what the home run derby is or baseball being back is, but like a home run derby, isn't that just called baseball nowadays? Isn't that basically what a baseball game yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, correct. Well, okay. I, I, guess, I guess Witty, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, Wordsmith, but wouldn't it be called a derby? Yeah, I think that's a pronounced. That's a correct pronunciation. Of that, okay. Of okay. So, uh, pardon me. I I uh, I sincerely apologize. The home run derby uh, at uh, Coors Field, Mile High, uh, the Mile High Field. Uh, it's what it used to be called. Now it's uh, Coors Field there in uh, in Lodo, Lower Downtown Denver. Uh, fantastic oh, ballpark. I, I'm sorry. They actually have. I'm, did a, you just call Lower Downtown Lodo? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called the Lodo District, Lower Downtown. Anyway. Um, they actually have a line of seats uh, that there are colored purple right at 5,280 feet. So you know exactly where you're sitting when you're a mile high. And holy bleep, Pete Alonzo, the polar bear, 35 home runs in his last round. We're, we're, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I, I know, I'm sorry that I allowed you to cut me off there and I didn't just stop you in your tracks before we went down that path of boredom. Hold on. I like the idea of nosebleed purple seats. Is there anything more class segregating? Um, shout out to whoever just opened a can there. That was an amazing sound. <laughs> Is there anything more segregating of class, social classes than a line of seats that tells you when you're like so far up? It's not just the nosebleed. People with diseases cannot sit up here. Like, well, you know I mean, how poor you it's, are? It's freaking, it's Denver. Denver is already a mile high. This lets you know exactly where you are at a mile high. 
No, I just like the idea of like there being like different colored seats once you reach like a price bracket. Like you spent less than $150 to watch this game <laughs> and then the seats change color. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So while the home run derby goes on, uh, we're not going to do something. But Capo had a great idea earlier where he wanted us all to say, wow, every time a home run got hit. And we just thought that putting that out a day and a half later with TV, TVs being on different timings was a bad idea. And I just wanted to point out how bad Capo was behind the scenes before moving on. And so that bad idea is just a quirk of Capo's, right? It's just something he does. He talks off the top of his head. And so Pam, speaking of personality quirks, you wanted to ask us something about our personalities. I did. I would like to know everybody who's on here tonight, what is one thing about your personality or one of your quirks that drives the people in your life crazy? Coworkers, your spouse, your kids, your parent, whoever is in your life, what do you do that drives them crazy? All right. So I guess while while we give some people time to think, and I I mean, that's my entire personality. I think anything I do drives most people around me crazy. <laughs> is there something specific that you have in mind that you do? Or was this first born of somebody doing something that drove you crazy and then you trying to self-evaluate to not call them out on the podcast? So I know something about me that drives people crazy, but it was the idea popped in my head today when, um, and I posted this in our group chat, my dad sent me a picture at like seven o'clock this morning, their neighbors literally threw out two full size, like seven foot tall Christmas trees, live Christmas trees today, July 12th put them out they are so brown and so brittle and they still have like tinsel on them they put their christmas trees out today so is frank (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) are we all a great joke I, we live I, in a I, racist country i just love because at first i was like why is he laughing so hard this wow. is like I'm, <laughs> he cracked himself up oh, oh, lou has the better idea say wow when there's a home run good joke wow <laughs> so, so yeah i was like why is he laughing so hard i get it gosh, this is funny but yeah. wow i didn't think and now i get it because there was a brown fragile there joke. was a okay. brown wow fragile oh. joke um so the thing about me that that I know makes people wow. nutty is I don't like stuff sitting around. And so I will like <laughs> clean up. I know what you're doing, Lou, and I'm fucking ignoring you because now your personality is on my nerves. Um, <laughs> I will clean up after you. Like if, if you go to the kitchen to refill your glass, I'll clear your plate and you may not be done, but like I don't like stuff sitting or you'll go to get the mail and I have like put your shoes away and thrown out the trash and put your phone on the charger and you don't know where shit is when you get back. And it drives my kids insane. It drives my parents insane when they're visiting. Yeah. So that's my quirk. So one of many. I guess, yeah, no, I guess my quirk would be, I, I have, and it comes with just generally being impatient. I have a bad habit of telling people not to be passive, even if they're not being like, when I think somebody wants something or is asking for something, but they're not doing it directly, or if somebody has a question and they're beating around the bush, I like, I rush them to the point of like frustration, even though they just started talking because I assume I know what it is. So I'll be like, Hey, don't be passive. Like if you want me to do something or like, just ask you a question. Like I, they'll be in the middle of like five, 10 seconds in. And this comes from somebody who rants for a fucking fun, I guess I was gonna say a living. I'm not living off this podcast, <laughs> but it's like, that's my biggest, like, Thing that I think people like I can see the offense on their face so I'm like hey don't be passive just tell me what you want or just let's go so that would be mine is just rushing people to get to a point um yeah so Lou uh, you seem like you were doing one thing that I think annoyed everybody in this group and I appreciate the <laughs> bit uh, but I don't think there were that many home runs being done so had you done it like on time of home runs being yeah hit? oh yeah. were there really yeah that's why I can yeah. say yeah okay I did not know that trying to trying to catch up there yeah. All right. It was like seven in a row. But I would say that my quirk that my wife absolutely hates is I have a tendency to forget to shut cabinet doors and things like that. I leave this I I leave it open on sometimes I do it on purpose, but most of the time it's I just I I, I get distracted by something else and so like I'll leave the cupboard open. I don't leave the refrigerator door open, but it'll just be like drawers I won't shut like all the way and just little things like that. 
Okay. Yeah. If we're talking physical traits, one thing I remember is I leave like glasses right next to where I'm sitting down or cups, wherever I'm laying on the couch. And I always leave a cup on the floor. Uh, but I don't want to keep taking up too many things. Cause again, it's my entire life is annoying people. Allie, what did you have that is a quirk? So my quirk is that I'm always picking something, whether it's my fingernails or I'll peel the skin off my lips, even if they're not dry, like I'll, I'll peel them to the point where they're bleeding, but I'm comfortable enough to admit this too, that back in middle school, I was very aware that I had a lot of peach fuzz. And so I tried to use Nair to get rid of it. And what I failed to realize is that when you get rid of hair, it grows back darker. So I get like dark hairs on my, like below my chin and on my neck. So I have tweezers everywhere throughout the house, tweezers in every car. And I'm always picking the hairs. I can feel them. I'm always like picking when I'm driving one hand on the wheel, but that, tweezers, plucking. Yeah, because I'm always picking. I'm always fidgeting and I can never sit still. And Got you just it. find random tweezers in the laundry, by the sink, in the couch. Oh. The dog eats them. Like they're everywhere. I have about 25 pairs of tweezers. So top things left in the laundry is like chapstick, right? That's got to be like the number one thing oh, yeah. that people. Uh, so two Air things. Pods. Nair. Is no hair in Nair? I would assume so. That's a, yeah. All right. It's the first Second prescribing. thing is how it, it was not like you're like, I'm brave enough to admit this. It's a flaw of yours from middle school. Like, how brave do you have to be to admit something you did 20 years ago? No, I'm I'm brave to admit that I can grow facial hair like a dude. Oh, That's what I'm, okay. Yeah. Well, like, I'm I was, you know, unfortunately blessed to have dark hair. And then because I used Nair to try to get rid of the peach fuzz and now grows back. And if I don't take care of it, I could be one of those old ladies with a beard. I need to see Alley Cat with whiskers. So if you I could grow out a full beard. <laughs> see me at Moss. I'll have whiskers. <laughs> Beep, is that, well, is that uh, why you have the cat glasses? Yeah, Alley Cat. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Allie explained in a podcast why she had the glasses. I can't remember who it was she explained it to. There was somebody that mentioned your glasses in one of our podcasts. And because she old... looks like Lisa Loeb. Or that's... Leb is how I call her. And Allie said oh, that it's the cat yeah, glasses. That's what it was. And it I saw wasn't... that lady testifying who was my husband's neighbor in St. Louis. She was testifying during the Russiagate stuff. And she had cat glasses. And she looks really fucking cool. So I wanted to feel that's, cool, too. That's what it was. Yeah, it was a testifying. Okay. Yeah, I was like. I yeah, her name's uh, looks like, Cooper. Though. Laura Luke, Cooper. Put it on the poll. Who could grow a goatee faster, me or Alley Cat? And be And beep. What are your personality quirks that annoy people? Uh, besides, like everything you did four months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so besides besides that nice little run I had of uh, you know being corporate and and playing the heel, um, I'd say it's always uh, needing to be right with everything. Like I have to be right. Um, I I hate losing. I hate losing even more than I want to win. So if I'm wrong, that's a loss to me, and uh-uh, that's not happening. I bet Mrs. Beep loves that. She adores <laughs> it. It's why she said yes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even ask. He's like, you're going to marry me. And it's like, I can't tell him he's wrong. Right? You don't get an option. Uh, Capo, what are uh, your personality quirks that annoy people? And Capo, I don't, I, I don't see Capo as somebody that annoys people. I just find him to be... Too easygoing and too supportive. And like in the genuine way, not in the way that Pal pretends to be. Well, Flem, here we go. Here's the thing. I'm just back here trying to create some content and you're just going to take me out. I guess, uh, fuck, where am I going with this? Man, <laughs> somebody. Allie, you little know little what? Little... Allie, do you want to show me how to take me out? Allie, do you want to just, because Allie is the pro at this. Yeah. Allie, you just want to take me out just to take me out? Go for it. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I, I want just, you to learn a lesson like, on how to podcast. Give Capo a chance. Give All right, him a Capo, chance. take me out. Only one chance. Only one chance. Beep, if this works out well, like, you leave him, like, make it seem like he was good at it, just because I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Capo, I, you I have personality all, quirks? Just Actually, just trying to remember how you took me out a few minutes ago. Okay, my idea. Look, no ideas I have are bad ideas, Okay. I'm just sitting back here trying to create some content. But beep, first of all, let's go with this. You don't like to be wrong or you like to be right. Oh, we had a conversation earlier and I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. I'm trying to spin it into being funny and it's not going to be funny. Leave it in. Anyway, <laughs> let's take out the baseball people talking about uh, how bad baseball is and baseball is not fun. All you golfing ass 
MFers. Can I say that on here? Am I allowed to say that on here? Fuck no. You cannot say golf and ass. <laughs> well, it gas. depends on how many of you were. And gas is, you've apparently had too much of that, Capo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, running into the wall right here. <laughs> gummies, Flem, gummies. Well, that's what I was about to say. You are worse <laughs> than Chris Cody on gummies right now. Oh, God. No, look, I just had, I was just trying to line up like four or five jokes in a row, and I couldn't get the first one off the ground to make any of the rest of them funny. <laughs> like, I just sat here, like, I sat here, like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to go and take them out. I haven't said a word. I'm going to go from phlegm to beep and blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah. It, and then I, I'm just sitting there spinning tires, like, like Chris, like exactly like Chris. That's Apple weird. doesn't need the purple seats at uh, Coors Field to let him know how high he is. Yeah, you know, I'm happy. <laughs> there you go, Capo. That's how to be efficiently funny. Yeah, I'm a mile Lou. high walking into that stadium. Okay, <laughs> Cap. Cap. It sounds like your biggest quirk is execution. Oh Lord, tonight <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, Cap is so high he never lands the plane. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't even saved lightning. Everybody, you know what, Cabo? I think you I should back off, and we just go around the horn and make fun of you for thirty minutes. And the entire podcast becomes your roast. Just go ahead. I deserve it at this point. I was trying to line I know, it up. I, no, we're not gonna. <laughs> you know what? We know when we don't have the material to go through with something, so we just don't attempt it. Something oh, you no. eventually, hopefully, will learn, so we never relive the last two minutes of our lives. Hey, look, as long as the joke's funny to me, that's all that matters. Kepo, I don't know what your personality quirk would be because I feel like, again, like, I feel like you're Whatever the hell good. this just was. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I mean, Being yeah, but even then, unable like, we're... to tell a story. <laughs> Although that's guess... also Kish's, so. Being a yeah, but, but the problem with Kish is, like, Kish will continuously talk and just stay boring the whole time. Capo doesn't, he can't even find the words to tell a story because Capo is just trying to gather his thoughts. What's worse, he was going to take Kish. Beep out for a second. He was supposed to take you out, and then he well, was don't. transitioning <laughs> to taking Beep out. Well, was it, was, it was watching Beep ADHD said, occur. Beep said Mancini was out in the first round and something. Wow. Well, I was going to make you feel better by saying, like, it's not like you came in here with a plan, and like, kids will rehearse the whole story all day and still come in and it'll still be shit. Well, and so, Kish has his looks to kind of fall back on, too, so. It kept turns he, his he, he could be wrong all day and still be gorgeous. <laughs> well, he'd still be right. Kiz's looks are Beep's personality quirk. I have a I have a hot take about Kiz though. Okay. Tread carefully. The, the beard's got to go. Oh, oh yeah, it, uh, yeah. You you don't hide that type of you don't hide that type of beauty. Uh, well, so I'm I got just too quick. The first one is that I feel awkward silences. Like I just can't let them sit there, and I think my wife just like cringes when i talk to strangers because of that the second one is I'm, I'm like super passive if i go to a restaurant and i get the wrong food like it doesn't matter how wrong it is i'd sooner just eat it than even mention something like i just don't want to say anything like just... well hold on two different things there though i think when the past i think the, the second one's fine i think that's called being a normal adult who's not an asshole no, sending but, back but... food is a, the jerkest like but if you if example. you've ever sent back a meal unless it was like undercooked you're an asshole that's just an example, though. I'm just saying, like, oh, I, no, I get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I people could like literally say something like to me, like, I, I hate you. You're such a jerk. I'm like, okay, yeah, I probably am. Like, I, I won't. I'm just. I'm very passive. I'm not like gonna cause a ruckus anywhere. Same. Uh, but the first quirk was the <laughs> the first quirk. I'm sorry, was talking to strangers. So you're social. You're just passive. Does your wife know, like, because I think all of our spouses or just families in general know our entire last year has been talking to strangers in a format that is recorded <laughs> and distributed for the same 1,000 people to listen to over and over. I mean, so like, does your wife know you're on, like, a Zoom podcast talking to strangers? Yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, I feel awkward silence. Like, I just can't let there be silence. Like, when I talk to people, I just feel all silences. And when I say, like, I talk to, like, just people in general, my wife... If she's there, she'll cringe because, like, I'm just – I'll fill awkward silences. I'm terrible at giving directions and stuff like that. So I just – mostly my quirk is I fill awkward silences. Do you have a go-to phrase you use? Oh, yeah. Oof. What's your icebreaker? No. Good question. Honestly, that's not – it's not even a phrase so much as just, like, I just keep on talking. It's just, like – How about this weather? Keep... So you yeah, like sandwiches, huh? 
Yeah, it's it's just and then like it just I I, I realize I've been saying too much and I, I got to stop and I just it's hard because you get to a point where it's like how do I just end this thought without there being more silence, which I don't want. You you don't say, Matt. You don't say. <laughs> oh man, I was I was hoping that all of us are making eye contact and nobody was going to talk and see how long he could keep talking. But I'm of course, better. Capo is not capable of making eye contact right now, <laughs> as his are as red as they come. <laughs> All right. I, I, I think the first personality quirk, I get it, but maybe I'm just like a, so close to being accustomed to it that I'm like being biased. I'm like, maybe it's not. But if you're talking weather, then yeah, it's probably the worst personality. Nothing phlegm likes more than weather talk. <sighs> weather talk makes me unhinged. That's all I got. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it does. It, it's, it, yeah. It, well, I was telling Pam earlier. That, it rained and so, today and we couldn't go to the pool, so it was kind of a bummer. <laughs> Uh, did you have a dream about rain? Did you drink as much as it rained yesterday? Oh, so, no, uh, I did not. But I think I did have a dream that like, I told my parents I didn't believe in God anymore and we got a big argument. <laughs> While it was raining, it would be funny. You both argue on why it's raining. This is God crying that you don't believe in him. No, it's clouds have collected too This is why water. he didn't respond to your peeing and pulls question. So... No, well, the reason to start, well, I won't explain why it started, because me and Pam, this was part of my original insult tweet where you send people insults, and I felt so bad about the insult Pam received. But this morning, uh, the owner of my, I've sent way worse. I've told people, yeah, anyways, so uh, we, that's not important. What I texted Pam this morning, or DM'd, and uh, let her know, the owner of my company, we have like standing calls throughout the week, and there's one on Mondays, and he just started asking me randomly about weather but he asked me about weather in san antonio now to be clear i moved to san antonio five years ago to join this company 12 months after i left the company for six months to move back to dallas i have lived in only six months and then went back i have been with this company and in dallas for five years four and a half and he keeps asking me about san antonio weather it's not the first time but he never forgets I quit the company for six months. He brings that up every week. He just forgets that I left to Dallas. And so anyway, weather talk bothered me and it made me unhinged. Speaking of unhinged, we were talking about Witty Wordsmith's favorite person. And we got to come up with a name for not that he'll ever return, but for the next 15 minutes, Witty Wordsmith's account. Can we just call him Matt? I, I don't think w. he like. W, yeah. let's call him W. Dub, can I call him Dub? You can call sure. me whatever you want, Flem. Okay. Matthew Harris. <laughs> hair bear. Oh, that's why it's hair bear. Wow. I know. I'm Took stupid. You, Thank you. Is hair bear? Is hair bear a nickname your wife calls you? Please. No, it's, say yes. it's honestly not. I kind of gave it myself, and honestly, not many of my friends like call me that so at all. Not you gave yourself the nickname hair bear. Yeah, and no one okay. really calls me it. No. All right. Um, I'm not going to call you hair bear because we saw some hashtags today that just would not make me comfortable doing uh, that. Uh, <laughs> deep inside joke, but oh well. I'm going to call you Matt and, and we'll okay. cut out Matthew Harris. So let's cut out Matthew Harris. So we don't <laughs> just. All right. So Matt, who is yeah. also Woody Wordsmith, uh, we'll start with you. Woody was unhinged today. He was. He was and, angry. Yep. He was. Thank you for confirming <laughs> what I was saying. So Woody was unhinged today, and or he was unhinged the other day, but they talked about it. And I don't think, you know us from afar, so we'll start with you and then we're going to get into some personal stuff, which is self-indulging, which the show loves. Who do you think within our community is the least likely to be unhinged? And if there's a better way to ask this, like somebody else jump in. I don't want to ruin this just for him. If Who in our community within our podcast do you think is the least likely to be unhinged? And then who's the most likely to make them unhinged? Uh, for those not listening, Lou is typing wow in a group chat every time there's a home run. And I didn't realize what he was doing until I looked over. Wait, so I can specify, are you talking about like in this group right now? Who no, I the entire is- podcast. Do you even, this is where we find no, out he doesn't no, no, no. listen to I, our podcast. I do. No, I, I, I do. I'm just trying, I was just curious because I'd say, <sighs> that's a good question. Um, hmm. Who is least so least unhinged and who is most likely. So I'll start with like most likely. I think it's more of a joke, but I've noticed that you and Christy, like Christy's gone a little bit, like not, I think it's more kiddingly, but I think you have the ability to get Christy a little, a little unhinged. Um, least unhinged. 
that's tough. That's a really tough one because I don't think this. I'm gonna say Kish. Kish seems so relaxed and mild mannered. I think it would take a lot for Kish to get like, at least from like from what I. I, I that's what I. I, mean, I don't no, know. no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you have. Yeah, no. Unless you've been on three a.m. Friday zooms with Kish, you don't understand that he's a dark psycho serial murderer. Uh, th- I like that you answered that in two parts because it was a, a question of who's the like the least likely to get in the hands and who's making them. Oh, who's so making have, the, oh yeah, I, but again, that's very personal. So maybe only we can answer that. But so I actually, your your answers are fine. Um, I I think I what's funny is, and I'm only going to do this because you mentioned Chris. Chris was my least likely to get unhinged. I think Chris's personality on Twitter seems like creative and out, but he within our community is probably the one person that stays the most even Q. And Lou uh, are like the two most even Q people, I think. And uh, but me being able to unhinge Crisp seems about accurate because I could, I guess I'm probably the the one guy to annoy him. Although he's like probably my oldest friend on Twitter, as far as like from the original creation of my Twitter account. So, and he's yeah he he's the whole reason I started rapping again. So uh, yeah, I, but I'm proud of that. That's the happiest I've ever been made is knowing like if Crisp admitted I'm the one person that can make him unhinged, it would make me love him even more. But my nomination would be like, it's a tie between Crisp and Lou, because I feel like these two are like the most even-cued people that do not get mad. Even though Lou yelled at me one time in, in the middle of an important meeting that I deserve. Well, who would uh, you say is the most likely then to to, be to, uh, to make somebody be unhinged? Oh, it's just, I, and I, hate, I, I hate doing this. It's, it's, it's me because I, I cannot turn off like trying to go for the joke. And I'm bad at reading when somebody like is maybe fragile, like in the moment of like insecurity. And I just go for the joke again. And then next thing you know, it's like this motherfucker. And so, and now, even if you're consistent with being funny, like you got to realize some people are just not in that mood at the time. And so, yeah, I'd go with me. And this is coming from people that are addicted to chats and chats 24 well, seven. But, but who, who are you most likely to make on Hinge then? Oh, fuck. I mean, pick a name uh I, no if somebody who actually gets or mad word of i don't i think yeah like is this like today or no, i'm just talking about like who who's the most easy to become unhinged by you no i don't think anybody um yeah i, I you know what? i'll go with this no I, I really don't know like i don't know who gets unhinged i'd say it's a tie between morgan and i can say morgan because like me and her can have like the biggest fight and come back the next day and i'm comfortable <laughs> with that and i don't know who else i actually make unhinged but also like I, I mean, there's 15 of us, right? Like, I never know how I'm making that hinge. It's very, some people are more mature than me and they can leave a chat and just like, not leave, but, like walk away from their phone where I'm like, what's next? Let me go for the next joke. <laughs> and so I don't, like, I don't know who I make. And yeah, I, I just figured who I could, who I would be happiest the most about knowing I made unhinged would be Lou or Crisp. And that was way too much time on me. And I know I'm the biggest <laughs> troll. So that's probably why that happened. Lou. Um, I'm like I, I'm not off the board. I think that most likely, in a real setting, setting, Aaron <laughs> would make Jeff absolutely lose his shit. Like, oh yeah, I think in the oh. in the right setting, yep. like that absolutely would be the one. And I think Jeff Jeff would be the sneaky, um, like most unhinged person in the group. I feel like. I should have said that Jeff was like when Jeff was trying to figure out where I was from. He was getting a little. Not he was getting unhinged, but I feel like I should have known by that interaction. Like, what's your accent from? Where are you from? I should have. I should have said Jeff. That was sneaky, sneaky unhinged, hinged. And you know what? Aaron was such a good answer. He's not around enough in the chats. Aaron's one of those people that's good about putting his phone down. Aaron can unhinge a lot of people. Like early on in in my relationship with the show, Aaron unhinged me a lot, and he's doing it on purpose, and I respect it now. Uh, Great answer with Aaron though, because Aaron can get a lot of people unhinged. Uh, Capo, I'm curious about your answer here. Like, who do you think is the least likely to get unhinged and who's doing it? I don't know. I've been unhinged since earlier, but let me try this one. All right. <laughs> um, you know, I think, uh, Barrett, like, I, I got him one day and I was being dead serious and he thought I was doing a bit about a uh, little Wayne lyric. And, uh, he, he was so embarrassed that he got uh that he got he got himself he got got <laughs> that uh you know he he i think he went off twitter for a little bit but i know it was only in good fun 
But, so, uh, all right. So, so least likely to get unhinged. You have his Barrett when you no, got him most, unhinged. Most likely, he got. He was. <laughs> you know, I was like, man, look, I'm just doing a bit. You know what I mean? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. No, I, hold on. I, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna say goodnight to my son, and I'm come back, and I'm gonna have to ask you a few follow ups here, Capo. Thank you, you just Sammy. made me really angry right before I saw my son. Good night, Sammy. Right. Thank you. Good night, Sammy. <laughs> Don't do shy. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> All right. Oh, a lot of men cry when they have to talk to me. I get it. Oh, no, that's he's crying because he's leaving. Right now, <laughs> that's what it is. Are you going to sleep? Yeah. No, I'm going to keep you forever. I'm going to keep you forever. All right. Say goodnight, mommy. I'm going to say with daddy. Say goodnight, mommy. Did you say hi to them? Are you wondering why they're all so big? Till we put them on the TV now, right? He hasn't. Yeah, he's like, this is a whole new setup. So y'all are on a TV, and so he's like wondering why y'all are so big. Hey, fist bump, fist bump. All right, fist bump. Hey, no, real oh, one. That was so come on, sweet. That was fake. Real one. Good night. Love you. All right. Uh, sorry. And so, and this is how mad I am, Capo. Like that whole moment you just saw did not change how angry I am at you. Nobody asked who was the most likely to be unhinged. So the question was Rick Perry. Oh, that's not her. Steve Rick Barry. Barry. Steve Rick Barry. Barry. Rick Perry. Yeah. He was on Dancing with the Stars. He was your energy. Like, Leave it on. With energy. Did you say Steve Barry? I thought it was Steve Martin. Is Rick Barry, right? Rick Barry? Anybody? Yeah. yeah, Rick Perry's the former governor yeah, of Texas. I know. Yeah, I was wondering why Steve. Thank you dancer. for belling me out there. So, Capo, nobody asked who was the most likely to be unhinged, though. <laughs> Who's the least likely person in our group to be unhinged? Because that's what Witty was. I thought we were going on most likely unhinged. I told you I've been unhinged ever since earlier. I don't even know what the hell's going on right now. Um, Capo, are we good? <laughs> yeah, we're good. All right. So, Allie, least likely to be unhinged in our group. And then who's making them unhinged? And maybe if we can't do it that way because you have personal issues there, like, not you, like, maybe the way Witty... Only with you, Flynn, whenever we talk about how I poison people at my former job. I'm glad <laughs> when I, I talk racing. Up. Should we do this? Because this... I think last week, me and Allie had a real beef. And I, oh, we, yeah, we, we back, had If beef. we can peel back the curtains... We had beef we, with beef. Yeah, we had beef about beef. Last week, uh, and I don't know if Allie knows this, uh, I don't know much. So I'm sorry. I just read the chat. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, you, know, you don't know much about customer service or human decency based on last week's chat. Okay. That's no, last week. Uh, if you listen to post post game, we talked about customer service, fast food drive, and for like two seconds, we mentioned uh, not being rude in drive throughs, not getting your food when you get it back. People step on, and so behind the scenes on post post game, we talked about just like people that would actually mess with food and. Um, I, I was very pro, uh, like who cares how people treat you? You don't fuck with people's food. Um, Allie being in the fast food restaurant was like, fuck you. If you're an asshole, I get to poison you. And I hope you and your kids all die tomorrow. And so what happened was, uh, the, the chat then when I realized, and this goes back to my flaw earlier, when I realized it was making her angry, I did not take my foot off the gas and I, it, I just kept going. And, and what, I don't know if Allie knows, do you know, my mom has worked in a fast food restaurant my entire life. <laughs> I don't know if no. you know it's not. So I didn't really like, I cared, but I didn't really care. Like I still stand by my take. Not that you're a horrible person, but no, I mean, I am, but I only did it three Allie, times out of the six years I worked there. So, I mean, my stats are low. So Pam, I'm not perfect. I need to ask an outside party. How awkward was last week knowing how much Allie and I, I didn't think actually I was over it by the time the, the chat was over, but I could tell. Only Allie when I got kicked mad. out of the other chat. Well, I couldn't say anything else for the rest of the week. I couldn't be like, hey, Allie, that was a bad joke. She's like, fuck you. I'm leaving a chat. It was so, so Pam, awkward. how awkward was last week? It was so awkward. And I lean into awkward. I love awkward. I enjoy it when people feel uncomfortable. So um, it left me even being uncomfortable because it felt like you could feel the tension just reading the chat. Yeah, it was fun. So, Allie, who was your least likely person to get unhinged? I would say Eric. Unless you, like, insult dinosaurs or brisket. No, I, because he's just so chill. Yeah. And I no, haven't I ever right get answer. angry about anything. I don't know. I've seen Eric unhinged at the beginning. Oh. 
I yeah, I, well, I, yeah. As Jerns, Eric, uh, Eric, I, I saw the real side of Eric a few times, and I, Eric, no, Eric is like that alcoholic, except with anger. That like, as soon as he gets a sip, it's fucking over. Like, it, he he's drowning in a bottle of anger. Lou, do I am I am I wrong? Am, are we just closing too much air about somebody who's not here? Yeah, <laughs> but maybe okay. Nice. Good. I love that Beep is using beer cans as like his sign of when to cut noise. <laughs> Edit here. Open a beer can. Uh, so, yeah, that's too deep. But I'm with you. Uh, Eric, Eric's a good answer. Allie, but Lou, I think you and I have seen. Actually, I think anybody probably before even my time. I, I don't know what y'all's chats look like, but if you've ever seen Eric on the hinge. Or just yeah. the picture of the hospital bed with him bleeding. <laughs> he claims he fell off a cliff. I know damn well that was uh, who was the quarterback that got tackled running away drunk? Baker Mayfield, right? Running away drunk from the cops in college in the video where he's like trying to take off and they tackle him. That's Eric's uh, hospital bed photo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pam, who do you have as the least likely to get a hinge? Oh, wait, Allie, who's unhinging Eric? Well, baby. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. Anybody? I mean, I don't have a good answer for this because I feel like it's just, you know, it is what it All is. Right. I feel like we can in- unhinge anybody just depending on the circumstances. It's, it's, Lou yeah, dropped it's... it in the chat and he's correct because I was oh. around back then and I witnessed that. I read those chats. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Eric's going to be saved because of all the, which is have Eric's going to be cut out of a lot of this. Yeah, that's the right <laughs> answer though. Uh, uh, and the other person would never unhinge a door because bodies are locked inside of their basement. Pam, who do you have as, who do you have as the least likely to get unhinged? And I guess, I mean, whichever way you want to answer, who's unhinging them or who's the most likely to unhinge somebody that's um, not supposed to be? The least likely in our group um, to get unhinged would probably be Mayor Matt um, because he's not around enough to really he doesn't care about the drama um he's not around enough to see a lot of it um he's the most adult of all of us probably and the i have seen him borderline unhinged which we talked about in the chat earlier um the closest i ever saw him to getting unhinged was on you phlegm which was the same night that i became unhinged on barrett so, yeah, it, it's Mayor Matt, that, and if, if if anybody can do it, it's you. Thank you. That's uh, that's quite the honor. And that night, I think, like, that was a weird night. It was like the universe aligned of energy just being unhinged, because, yeah, yeah, Mayor Matt got unhinged, you got unhinged. I don't and, ever and lose my shit, and Not, I lost my shit that yeah, night. Yeah, no, you did. And, and then Mark went after somebody that was an infamous – twitter moment so like that entire night was like the oh universe. that was yeah I forgot. it was that the was universe unfolding night. that night yeah mercury was in retrograde yeah and mercury was most, in retrograde that was like our our biggest imp- i think impressive thing that like at for that moment that we did and yeah um Be- beep who do you have as the uh, um least i'm sorry i got distracted by a chihuahua i believe uh beep, did it hit a home run have, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, well, Flem, I'm gonna correct you. He's not at all. Oh, he's kind of he's like part twelve, but that's not what he mostly is. He's a mutt. <laughs> Beep. Who's a? Uh... Who do you have as the least likely to become unhinged? Schweitz. I mean, he's he's basically Canadian now, so they don't get unhinged for anything. Um, I don't know who would make him unhinged. Um, if Crispy stopped liking his tweets, he would become unhinged. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah that that's the right answer there. But yeah, Schweitz, Schweitz is uh he's not getting unhinged for anything. You know, with that's a good call. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You really went deep into the roster. I don't think any of us can remember he was part of this. Bro.
What happened? What happened there? <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's all right. This won't air in Canada and like till like next year. All right. Speaking no, of Chris, can we take Chris about yet? That was a bad joke. Who uh hold on. Um thanks Lou for giving me the face. Can we take out Chris yet? Remember Allie gets oh, a yeah, yeah, We're about to. Yeah, we're can about we take to take him out Jeez, you've warmed up. We were you're ready to take out Herb. Um I've been spewing hot takes across the house since the fight, so just born ready. At your kitchen. I, I love it. Yeah, like kids. your kids. <laughs> Herb fucked up this weekend. Go to sleep. Uh, beep, who's making, if, if somebody was going to make Schweitz and Hens, who is it going to be? It was crispy. But not oh, like oh by that not would. Like I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. I missed that. I'm sorry. All right. Here's what happened. Y'all. I was. Chihuahuas, polar bears. No, I'm chatting. But you know what? That's a great answer because Crispy is the only person that Schweitz cares enough about. Like, imagine Crispy, like, it would break his heart. That's like being left by the person you love is Crispy insulting Schweitz. So, great answer. Um, Edit that and make it seem like I was paying attention. Oh, no. Alley Cat. Speaking of Crisp, actually, no. You know what? Leave it as it is because I got something from Crisp and his fucking first time i just watched ufc for in my fucking adult life but before i even do that uh ali you like you're the pr- expert here so go for it like just talk here, about this set, weekend, set talk me about up the fight. so i can like yeah, I mean, no, not even just him yeah like talk about the fight because i mean you're our ufc and all and other things you know that we don't listen to or watch like cars but we're not gonna talk about that so do ufc I think you and I shared opinions this weekend about both of the last two fights. And then it seems like you changed your mind on the prelim and okay. Well, um, you know what you take it from here and uh, I may step in because I can't help myself, but talk, but you go. Okay. So I'm going to focus on two fights. I'm focusing on the first fight on the main card, which is Sean O'Malley and Chris Matino, which we're just going to call him Billy Eilish for now because he had the green hair, just like Billy Eilish. Second fight's going to be Dustin and Connor, but I got something for that motherfucker later. As you can see, this is a visual, you know, not a visual medium, but I'm wearing a Connor shirt, but the only professional athlete I recognize is Connor Daly from IndyCar. Connor McGregor can go fuck off. But anyway, back to Sean O'Malley and Billy Eilish fighting. So Herb Dean, ref, right? He is uncommonly known as being the worst ref when it comes to stoppages in the UFC. I can think of like eight off the top of my head in the past four years that he has fucked up when it comes to either doing a late stoppage or not even stopping the fight at all. So going back to the Sean O'Malley and Billy Eilish fight. So under the unified rules of mixed martial arts or MMA, he was moving forward. He as in Billy Eilish, he has been moving forward and he was defending himself during this fight. Sean O'Malley, AKA sugar show was beating the absolute shit out of this guy. But the other guy was defending as he should, but he just had a very strong chin comparable to Tony Ferguson, if you know who Tony Ferguson is. So Sean O'Malley was at a point in the fight having a 100% hit rate, which means every time he was swinging, he was connecting. But yet, Billie Eilish kept taking it. He kept trying to defend it, but he was still getting his ass kicked. Here comes the third round. When it comes to being a UFC referee, when you get to the third round, you take kind of an inventory of the past two of if a guy's really getting his ass kicked, is he changing up his strategy when it comes to the third round? Eh, this guy kind of sort of was trying, but not really. So then you move on to, can this guy get um, a submission win? Chris Mortino is not known for his submission game. He is a striker. So no, he is not going to get Sean O'Malley on the ground. He's not going to get him at all. So then you move to, can he knock him out with a punch? Eh, he was kind of sort of trying his best. But again, Sean O'Malley, 100% hit rate, like three minutes prior to the point that the stoppage happened the fight was stopped with 30 seconds left to go in the third and final round as sean o'malley was setting up to do an it was like the, his third punch and he was doing an uppercut chris martino was defending him he was about to go ham on him and then herb dean completely stopped the fight complete garbage stoppage chris said in our chat that it was a good stoppage no it wasn't chris worst take what, ever it worst was the ever. absolute worst take if a dude is defending actively defending himself you let him go. He earned the right to finish that fight based yep. on the prior two rounds and what he was doing in the third round. The, he was prepared for a counter, and I get that you think he's being beat up, 
But here's the deal. Dude, you've never gotten punched that way with that much power over and over and stood up. You don't get to make the call based on your personal bias. It was it was ridiculous. You don't get to call a fight. If Herb can't make the right decision, what makes you think you're qualified to? It was just awful. And as a referee, you're not supposed to be the, you're supposed to look for an out if somebody like that is getting into trouble and they're not actively defending himself. But you cannot be the creator of that point in the fight. It needs to happen naturally. And there wasn't really a point during that that sequence of punches that O'Malley was throwing that you could act like you could look clear as day and say, yes, let's stop the fight. He can't right. take it anymore. No, no. there wasn't. It, it was not the, at all. And that's what I think. Like, and I guess I can just ask you this way. It's in the form of a question to me. Like it was about to be the most impressive loss. Even if he lost, it was going to be the most impressive loss via strike points to ever exist. Like, the dude was building a legacy off of a loss. And I know that sounds crazy, but I think most people that enjoy fighting were watching this like, this is the strongest jaw I've ever seen. Whether he ended up hitting the, his counter that he was setting up for or not, or defending himself, it was the most impressive amount that you can take that's not being beat into the ground. Like, you're still standing and being struck. It, I would disagree if the dude was on the ground. You were standing up, attempting to defend, and looked like your feet were still fine. Yeah, like, for example, there was a fight on Fight Island between, um, let me get the name, I don't need to get their names right, just to make sure, because they're crazy names, Jai Herbert and Francisco Trinaldo. Jai Herbert was got knocked the fuck out, and he had his hand like this on the ground, which is the universal sign of, I am out, leave me alone, I'm done, I quit, call the fight. What does Herb Dean do? Oh, let's see how much more he can take. And so the other guy just starts pounding on him. And then he calls it. Dan Hardy, another fighter, was calling the fight on Fight Island. He's standing up with Paul Felder, another commentator and fighter, screaming at Herb, call the fight. Why haven't you called it? And then Dan Hardy and Herb Dean were like, like arguing back and forth with each other because of the horrible late stoppage call that he had. Like Herb Dean is notoriously known for being a horrible caller when it comes to stoppages. So I think all this wraps up with Chris just being really bad at understanding the UFC and then just want to be right on Twitter and being wrong, right? He ran into the unlikely duo that was the horrible human that puts people's food on the ground and me. Sacked him. Allie, uh, you crushed it tonight with the end. Uh, and oh, did, I got more for did Connor. You, go, you didn't let me well, go after Connor. Chris I, is probably the one that – he's probably you, one of the motherfuckers out there say, like, oh, I like Connor's trash talk. It's good for the sport, blah, blah, blah. He's such a – a great fighter. Let him come back and fight Dustin Poirier. He's earned that. Motherfucker, no. Send Conor so, McGregor down. Let him do a fight with, let me think, like Drew Dover. Drew Dover just got his ass kicked by Islam Makachev. Conor doesn't deserve a title fight. He doesn't deserve a top five fight. Motherfucker needs to go go down to the, the double digits when it comes to rankings. Earn that respect back, and maybe we'll start talking again. Conor McGregor oof. washed up. Did Pete, did, all right, so two things, uh, and this, so it doesn't sound like repercussion. Did Allie Peter out really, really bad there when she said he needs to go down to, and she had nothing else, everybody? I was yes. thinking of yes. the word double, and I was having problems. Also, if you go back you to the You spit out all those crazy names that people I've never even heard of. I don't even know if they're real names, and you couldn't think of the word double. <laughs> well, and what's worse is, if you go back to the tape, you'll hear, Allie, you crushed it tonight, did you? And I was about to say, have something on the main and all I heard was, did you? And she's like, you didn't even let me talk about Connor. And I was like, all right, go off. Like My internet. Legit. My internet sucks. <laughs> yeah. My this internet. is why we can't do your wild joke, Capo, because internet sucks. Uh, the, I, I, the so it's thing, almost I as bad as Connor in that fight. Two judges had him scored, or had it scored 10-8 to Dustin. Motherfucker, you're trying to tell me that if you went to the second round, you take out Dustin Poirier? Get over yourself. The only chance you have in a fight, Connor, is in the first 30 seconds of a fight when you come out guns blazing. Oh, look at me. Dustin beat me with leg kicks in the second fight. So I'm going to come out here and leg kick the shit out of Dustin. Oh, wait, I'm going to kick him in the knee where I'm not supposed to kick. And oh, wait, I'm also going to try and kick it. And then Dustin blocks it with an elbow and then I break my fucking leg. Hmm. Shame. Guns blazing, glazing, just like Capo's eyes all night as he <laughs> attempted to get three words out in a complete sentence. Uh, hey, uh, Mark. Mark, how do you think tonight went? Matt, how do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say, did you say Mark? (laughs) He's always thinking about Mark. I I I thought I loved that energy because I, 
I had the same kind of energy after the whole Stephen A thing today. I was livid, but I had that same kind of energy. But I thought it went well. I thought it went well. I mean, besides you calling me Mark just now, but other than that, I think it went well. It's a compliment to be confused with Mark. I th- yeah, I, even better I, I, if he called you Brock. <laughs> oh. Hey Brock, how do you think tonight went? I think it went really well. I do. Um, I, I you know I'm, I'm glad you had me for him. I really am. Uh, love the energy that Allie just had for uh, the the fight. And I, I will say though, the whole Connor leg. People were saying it was his ankle. What was it? Was his his ankle or was it? No, it was his leg. It was two bones and his leg. He just has surgery for three hours. He has steals. <laughs> okay, you know what? In. Everybody stop. I'm, I'm I'm so fucking frustrated right now. That's about to make me unhinged. They, Beep, are you with me here? Yeah. Thank was there a bit you. here that me, Lou, and Beep are looking at each other like, Jesus fucking Christ. I guess I can't say that. Maybe I can't. We had an idea, and now I had to go behind the curtains because now I'm just going to call my teammates bad teammates. The question was to make Matt feel awkward by asking him how tonight went, and when he answered, nobody say anything and awkwardly just stare back at him. <laughs> and instead... After calling him the wrong name and filling that <laughs> awkward situation, people respond. And then when he's done responding, people follow up with his other response. And I didn't know we were done. All. I was still going. Still I, going. Well, I trust me. I could tell you took a few bumps of UFC this weekend. Okay, but and I'm proud can I just of you. say I, I can say like I spent a lot of work clicking on the little arrow yes. and clicking on everybody's. Little I didn't name. know we were done. I said you there was no I universal was sign of like doing some kind signal. of like Flem is going to ask him like how this. tonight went and silence. I sent that, that to thank everyone. You. So the message was Flem's going to ask no. him how that went. And then beforehand, I did this while he was talking. While while he was talking, I laid my arms out. Flem was like this. Flem like, was signing for a fair catch. Like we're he done. He's trying to be angels in the outfield and, over and here. And then we stared at him. And then it's just respond, respond, respond. Lou, you did not say when Flem asked him how it went. All you said to me was, "We have to end on awkward oh. silence." That's Lou, all you, you said. Lou, you forgot to message Pam. No, he messaged me, but he didn't say no, when Flem. Yeah. There there, yeah. Lou, yeah. Oh, I see it now. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, all it says is we have to end on awkward silence. Hold on. I am so big on <laughs> keeping my receipts. Boom. How are you? Lou, Hold did on. you forget to tell Pam? Because, like, Allie would absolutely make this mistake. She was crying. Yeah, it's there. I just missed it. Hold yeah, on. I just wanted hold to on. talk more about Connor. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, don't hold on. Don't hold on. Oh my god. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lower After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lower After Hours or Instagram at Lower After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. <laughs>